Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to the Wellness Speaks podcast, where today we are talking with Katherine Arnston. Katherine is the founder of Energy Bits, a simple, super clean food that supports your energy and your health and your metabolism in more ways than you can even imagine. These little tiny tablets are full of chlorella and spirulina, which are both a type of algae. And before we get started talking with Catherine about all of the ways in which these algae tablets can support our good health, um, she has very graciously offered to all of our listeners the opportunity to save 20% on Energy Bits over at energybits.com. All you have to do is enter the code wellnessspeaks at checkout and you'll automatically get 20% off your entire order right over there at energybits.com. So let's go ahead and jump right in with Catherine, teaching us everything we never knew we needed to know about algae. I'm Jade. And I'm Shauna. And this is Wellness Speaks. A podcast about functional medicine and healthy living. Thank you again, Catherine, so much for joining us today. We're super excited to learn a whole lot about algae. Um, Before we get started talking about algae and about energy bits, can you kind of take us back to the beginning of your journey and sort of what led you from a 30-year career in um, government and publishing that clearly had nothing to do with algae to uh, (laughs) founding energy bits? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, as I tell people, you don't, when you're born, you don't say, oh, I'm going to become an algae expert. It, I didn't find algae. It, it, it found me. And um, what happened was, yes, I have an MBA and I was doing corporate work and I'd actually started a couple other companies. And then um, out of the blue, my younger sister, my baby sister in Canada, uh, developed breast cancer. And her oncologist had recommended that she change her diet to an alkaline diet because it would help her heal. Now, they didn't tell her what it was or why it would help her, and so she got home and called me, and I said, I have no idea what it is either, but you know, we'll, we'll work on this together. Don't you worry, because I'm, I'm a good researcher. So I basically found out that it was um, primarily focusing on plant-based um, foods because of the phytonutrients and the chlorophyll that help build your immune system, and she was going to go through chemo, and so that was really important. So And eliminating the acidic foods like a lot of animal protein, dairy, processed foods, et cetera. So she did go through her chemo and she did change her diet. She's still pretty much um, very alkaline in her diet. And in the process of helping her, I started reading about plant-based nutrition. And by the time I got through my 10th book, (laughs) I thought, (laughs) my gosh, this is incredible. Now, this is 10 years ago. You have to remember, nobody was talking about plant-based nutrition 10 years ago. It's really in the last five or six that's really come to the fore. So I thought, man, someone's got to tell America about this because the science was there. And I thought, well, heck, I guess I will. I had no idea how I was going to do it or what I was going to do, but I just thought, you know, when you see someone drowning in a pool and you and you can help them, you know, do you jump in or not? So I just thought, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to jump in and I'm going to do what I can. So I stumbled across, a, oh, I didn't have time to get a registered dietitian's degree, so I thought I need some kind of credentials. I need something. And I found the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is a one-year program uh, in New York. It basically teaches you to be a health uh, coach, but it does give you some foundation about nutrition. So I enrolled in that. And after I graduated, I thought, okay, now what? (laughs) So um, because I'm a a business marketing person, I I created a... um, 
a, a nutritional uh, coaching company with my colleagues and to uh, where I would find the clients and they would do the coaching. Um, so to get the clients, I, I taught a nutrition course, which I gave for free at, um, at uh, hospitals and uh, corporations. And my basic premise was teaching people to eat more greens. Well, after about a year, I found out that everybody knows they need to eat healthier and certainly introduce more greens, but they're either ketogenic or they don't like greens or it's too much work or their kids won't eat them. And I thought, man, how could I save the world if I can't get them <laughs> to eat greens? So I went back to the drawing board and thought, I've got to find something that's fast, easy, green, doesn't taste green. And just after trial and error, I, I circled back and thought, huh, what about that algae stuff I'd found for my sister? So down the rabbit hole I went researching algae and it was the mother load. I thought, oh my God, this can't be true. Everything I was reading about algae was everything that I needed for people. It was, if you swallowed it, you didn't taste green. It didn't taste green. It was the most alkaline food in the world. Had a thousand times more chlorophyll than greens. The United Nations endorsed it as the answer to world hunger. NASA had been feeding it to the uh, astronauts for 50 years. It was a multi-billion dollar industry in Asia where they'd been using it for 50 years. And it's been documented in 100,000 scientific studies. So it's on solid science based, evidence-based research. The only thing wrong with algae is that outside of America, it was virtually unknown. The quality was poor. Nobody tried to educate consumers or practitioners about why it worked. It was just sold. And I thought, okay, I'm going to devote the rest of my life to, to, to educating people about algae because I had seen the science. I knew what this stuff does. We can stop people from being sick if we can just get the right nutrients into their bodies, but it had to be simple and fast. And, you know, we make, we, so we, we have little tablets that you either swallow or chew and you're done. Like in, in two seconds, you've got all the nutrients that you need for the day and kids awesome. love them. Pets love them. So <laughs> that's how I found algae. And, um, you know, I don't know if you know, but I was on Shark Tank a few years ago. Uh, they still air my segment, but um, they accused me of not wanting to be an entrepreneur, that I was just in love with algae. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with you on that one because I, I am in love with algae and you will be too when you know as much about it as I do. So that's, awesome. that's sort of my basic um, sort of how I got here. And, and, it, and it informed all of my decisions on how I've grown the company. I've turned down acquisitions. I've turned down venture capital because I'm trying to make a difference in the world. I, I don't even pay myself, which is you know, insane, but um, <laughs> uh, I just know that if we can get people healthy, there will be um, fewer sicknesses, uh, less diabetes, less heart disease, less everything. Um, but sure. it has to be easy and it has to be pure. Yes. So, for sure. uh, and people want easy. That's for sure. Easy. We easy, love, we love hearing easy. about science. So we'll yeah. definitely get into some of that. Good. But first, um, can you tell us a little bit about what algae is Sure. and how does it grow? Where does it come from? All that good stuff. Excellent. So uh, first of all, uh, there's about 25,000 strains of algae. Virtually all of them would be poisonous. So please don't go to your local swimming pool or, or pond or the ocean and scoop up a bunch of algae and cook yourself up a little algae soup. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> the algae absorbs whatever's in the water. And uh, most of these pools, ponds, oceans are um, toxic and full of chemicals. So it would be in the algae as well. Uh, so algae that you grow, uh, 
consume uh, and that you purchase from us or anywhere else is a agricultural crop that is grown in fresh water. This is really important for people to understand. We constantly get emails from people saying, oh, I'd really like to take it, but I, I have uh, you know, a thyroid condition and I, I can't have iodine. There is no iodine in, in algae because the, it's grown in fresh water. That's in seaweed, okay. which comes from the ocean. So there are two main uh, um, algae strains that are grown for nutritional and therapeutic purposes. Uh, one is called spirulina, and that's considered a blue-green algae, and the other one is chlorella, which is a green algae. Now, I'll, get this, I'll tell you the difference between the two of them in, in terms of the way they grow and what they do in your body and also a little bit of history. So spirulina was the very first plant, first life, not just plant life, but the first life on earth four billion years ago. And they have fossils to prove this. Before spirulina, earth was just gas and water. Nothing grew on earth. I have no idea what caused spirulina to start growing. Although I tell people there's got to be something pretty magical, maybe even mystical about something that was the first life on earth and is still here. But nonetheless, it started growing and algae releases oxygen while it's growing. Actually, all plants do, but algae provides 80 to 90% of the oxygen on earth even today. So after about a billion years of the spirulina growing, there was enough oxygen on earth for other uh, life to grow. And the next one was chlorella, so which is a uh, green algae. So spirulina was the first plant life on earth. It's considered a blue-green algae because it has two pigments in it. One is blue, called phycocyanin, which has some very interesting uh, medicinal per, uh, properties. And the other one is chlorophyll that most people know about. Chlorophyll is what makes plants green. And technically, Spirulina isn't even a plant. It is a bacteria because it does not have a cellulose wall and it does not have a nucleus. It is a single cell oh, wow. organism that is a bacteria. And, there, and up until recently, I hesitated to tell people this because bacteria had a really bad name up until a few years ago when we learned about the biome and the, how, the fact that we have more bacteria in our bodies and we do cells and that bacteria are critical to our health. So um, the reason why it's important to know that it's a bacteria is it, it gets into your bloodstream almost instantly. Our first customers were actually endurance athletes, Olympic athletes, and they loved it because it, it helped um, increase their energy and their focus without upsetting their stomach because it got um, into their bloodstream almost without even any digestion. So, um, and it's not it's not a stimulant, so it's not like caffeine or sugar. It, it just gives you steady energy. That's why we call our, our spirulina energy bits because, you know, people can't even say spirulina, let alone spell it. And uh, <laughs> energy bits is a whole lot easier and it kind of gives you an indication of what, what is inside the product. So energy bits for us is our, is, uh, and actually we have, we, uh, I'll, have an, I'll tell you something else about another spirulina product we have. Um, it gives you energy, uh, builds your, uh, sorry, um, Focus satisfies your hunger. A lot of people use it for intermittent fasting. Um, both algae are ketogenic, so they do not decrease your um, ketones or increase your glucose. So they're really great for diabetics, great if you're in ketosis uh, and you want to stay in that um, position. It's really great for your brain health. We have uh, mothers telling us their children don't have ADHD anymore because it has so much essential fatty acids, has uh, the omega-3s. It has something called GLA, which is technically an omega-6, but because it's an unprocessed food, uh, that GLA behaves like an omega-3. So it's really good for brain health. And a little side note, 
the only place that has more GLA than spirulina is mother's breast milk. And the reason why it's in the oh. breast milk is because um, the baby's brain doubles or triples in size within the first couple of years after birth. And that GLA is really essential for, for brain development. So um, it's, it's, uh, it's the highest concentration of protein in the world, three times the amount of protein is steak. It's 64% protein. Uh, animal protein is about 22%. Um, all the protein is already in amino acid. So it gets absorbed instantly because again, it gets absorbed because there's no cellular squall. Uh, and this concentration of protein, this is again, all documented. Uh, a biologist, a Dutch biologist in the late 1800s discovered that it had the highest protein. And then in the late 19, early 1900s, the Germans won a Nobel Prize for discovering it was the most edible protein. So um, back in the 70s, the United Nations had a global conference on spirulina and determined it to be the answer to world hunger because it has this high concentration of protein. Mm. Um, and later on, when we hopefully talk a little bit about the agricultural process and the fact that it's sustainable, it's interesting to note that algae takes a month to grow and then a couple of weeks to dry it. But when you do other crops like corn, or soy or wheat, none of which are healthy, right? Right. But, which we have a lot in our in our country, and uh, they're all getting subsidies from the government. So one crop a year, and it's monocropped, and it's got Roundup on it, blah blah blah. Well, algae, you can get eleven crops a year because it grows in fresh water, and it takes only a month to grow. Boom, that's it's grown. Awesome. Yeah. So very efficient nutrition, both in terms of how you grow it and, and what it does in your body. So is it con considered a complete protein? It is a complete protein. It has 18 amino acids. It has all of the um, uh, essential amino acids. And I'm glad you mentioned that because the other interesting thing is one day I was looking at the um, nutrient profile of mother's breast milk and I thought, gee, that looks awfully familiar. So I raced over to look at our nutrient profile for spirulina and they're almost identical. Mm. Same amino acids, same proportions, and then all that GLA. And then a light went on in my head because I had read that in Japan, if babies cannot digest mother's breast milk, the only thing that keeps them alive is spirulina. And I always wondered what was it that was keeping these babies alive? Because they tried rice milk and they tried all sorts of different things and it was just the, the spirulina. And now I know it's because the nutrient profile is, is very similar to breast milk. So yeah, um, it, is, it is pretty awesome. So just again, a wrap up, spirulina is a bacteria, no cellular squall, blue, also referred to as a blue-green algae. Um, gives you nice steady energy, satisfies your hunger, one calorie, builds your skin and hair health. And in fact, because I started the company because my sister was ill, um, uh, we noticed when I first started, um, women weren't buying the energy bits. And so my, my friend said, well, you got to make it pink and give it a cute name. So, um, so we now have beauty bits. Uh, which that we sell to spas primarily, but it is identical to energy bits. It's spirulina. And we thought, you know, I, we put that on the website so people don't think we're trying to mislead them. I just want women to be healthy. It's, you know, I hope we'll talk about osteoporosis, which really is a problem for mostly for women. So uh, it's women's health is really big for me. So we have a, yeah, we have a pink version of spirulina, but uh, yeah. it's exactly the same as the other one. So that's spirulina. So chlorella is the other algae. Uh, chlorella does belong to the plant kingdom. However, it's technically what we call a sea vegetable. It's grown in fresh water, exactly the same as spirulina, although the shape of the, of the tank 
that we grow it in is different. Spirulina grows in a long, narrow tank because it's called spirulina because it grows in a spiral from one end to the next. And chlorella puffs out circular. So when you ever see any aerial photos of an of a, of a algae farm, you can tell what's being grown because if it's a long, narrow thing, it'll be spirulina. And if it's round, it's chlorella. So nice. chlorella is a, um, is a plant because it has a cellulose wall and it has a nucleus. However, um, that cellulose wall, um, so I, I say it's a sea vegetable, not technically a plant because it doesn't have any of the what's called anti-nutrients of plants, you know, phytic acid or um, things that can um, uh, cause stomach lining distress. Uh, it, it doesn't have any of that. So chlorella's hard cellulose wall is really interesting because it is the hardest cellulose wall in the plant kingdom. So hard that it has to be cracked at production. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit more of that in a minute. And what's important about that hard cell wall is that it pulls out toxins. It's a chelator. It pulls out lead, mercury. Um, lac uh, athletes like it because it pulls out lactic acid after their workouts. Um, people use it for pulling out chemotherapy after a treatment so you're not as sick after your, after your treatment. Um, in Asia, they know it's the only thing that pulls out radiation. After the Fukushima disaster five or six years ago, the entire global supply of chlorella was bought up within 24 hours because everybody in Asia knows it's the only thing that will prevent um, the, uh, we'll get rid of, of radiation. Uh, we work with biological dentists who use it to pull out mercury from their patients that are having their amograms removed. Um, so it's very powerful from that, uh, that chelating process. And it's much better than activated charcoal because activated charcoal pulls out everything, mm -hmm. including the minerals that should be in your body. Uh, chlorella and, uh, does not do that. It only pulls out um, the the toxins. And I call it intelligent nutrition because you need to be intelligent to take it. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's an, what we call an adaptogen. It knows what to do. So it actually is loaded. Both spirulina and chlorella have over 40 vitamins and minerals. So you are um, populating your body with important minerals um, while you're pulling out the things that shouldn't be there. So chlorella, we call it we call ours recovery bits because it helps you recover your health. It's a wellness algae. Spirulina is an energizing algae. Chlorella is a wellness algae. In addition to pulling the toxins out because of that hard cell wall, it has the highest concentration of chlorophyll in the world. That's why it's called chlorella. <laughs> um, and chlorella or chlorophyll is a... Um, is a, is a cleanser. People use, and I used to wonder, well, what exactly does that mean? Well, I finally figured it out. Um, chlorella, uh, chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. And we all know now that um, health, your health is based on the health of your mitochondria and the health of your cell walls. Your cell walls need healthy fats so that um, nutrients can get in and toxins can get out. And because chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment, it helps with that healing of the cell wall so nutrients in toxins out and that's what's so cleansing about chlorophyll now the, the problem is even if you're eating um you know greens now and even if they're um uh if they're organic greens our soils are so depleted of nutrients that uh, from monocropping and and um uh you know, all this roundup and all these chemicals that there's nothing for the plant to poor plant to pull up so you can be eating greens but you're only getting calories and roughage and a teeny bit of chlorophyll. When you have the chlorella, 
and it has a thousand times more chlorophyll than general greens. It has 25 times more chlorophyll than liquid chlorophyll. Um, you're getting all the chlorophyll that you need, and, and it's it's very anti-aging. They use uh, chlorella for um, IBS and Crohn's disease because it heals the, the, the gut all the way through the liver. So um, the high concentration of, chlor of chlorophyll in the chlorella is, is remarkable. Chlorella has other wellness and healing benefits. It has the highest concentration of RNA and DNA in the world, higher than sardines even. Um, that's important, particularly as you age, because your RNA and DNA get damaged because of the toxins and you know, um, uh, too many free radicals. So this helps them your RNA and DNA grow back healthier. Uh, it has a very high concentration of iron, which um, your blood, um, your hemoglobin carries, uh, needs iron to carry oxygen. So that helps oxygenate your, your, um, your, your body. It has a very high concentration of K2. I hope we can talk a little bit more about K2. Most people don't know about K2 uh, and almost everyone is deficient in it. And what K2 does is it pulls um, calcium out of soft tissue, like your blood vessels or your organs, you know, kidney stones are basically calcification. They're realizing heart disease is calcification of your blood vessels. So K2 moves the calcium out of those soft tissues and into your bones. So it also will help prevent osteoporosis. And uh, so um, chlorella um, it gives you basically the daily amount that you need of K2. So that helps with those, those um, issues. So it's, it's all rounded. Um, it's, it just helps you prevent um, colds. It helps with anti-aging. It helps with your skin because it also pulls out calcium which uh, out of your skin if it's lodged there and damages your um, collagen and, and um, uh, um, trying to think of the other term. Anyways, uh, very much a wellness algae. So mm -hmm. in general, we're, we suggest people to um, take their spirulina in the morning or in the afternoon when they want some energy for the day. Uh, they want a snack um, if they're hungry or they're doing intermittent fasting. Um, and then maybe take your chlorella at night because your body goes through a natural detox anyway. So the chlorella will help with that. Chlorella also has the highest concentration of tryptophan, which which is a precursor to melatonin, so it will help you sleep. It won't make you sleepy during the day, but it will help a little bit with your sleep if you take it at night. Um, and to also take it after any kind of workout, because it will pull out that lactic acid. So a lot of athletes use the spirulina as a pre-workout uh, fuel and the chlorella as a post-workout. So uh, they're kind of what I call the power couple. Uh, when you are taking the two of them, um, basically all your nutritional needs are met. Uh, um, I will point out though, there's very little uh, vitamin C, um, virtually, well, none in spirulina and virtually and very, very little in the chlorella. So if people were saying, well, what else should I be taking? Because I, I only take the, and I've been taking both of them for eight years. I don't take anything else except um, I make sure I have lemon water in the morning to get my vitamin C because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much low carb. And I also do take D3 because um, I live in Boston and we don't get a lot of sunshine, certainly not a lot of heat in the, <laughs> the wintertime. So, um, so other than that, they can be a replacement for your vitamins. It, they can replace your fish oil because you've got all that beautiful omega-3 and the spirulina. Uh, you don't so the spirulina has a higher omega-3 content, correct? correct. And, that, right. yeah. and is that in a bioavailable form? Because yes. we see that that's not always the case um, from the plant-based omega-3s like the walnuts. and Exactly. Exactly. But that, it is in a bioavailable form. Yes. 
Yes. And all the nutrients uh, for both of them are, are pretty much 90%, 99% bioavailable. Um, the chlorella does take longer to absorb because it has that hard cilia as well. So it's about an hour and a half to fully be in your system. The spirulina is faster. So, um, but that's again why we recommend the spirulina for focus, um, for hunger, because of the, the high protein and the high fats. Um, and, and the chlorella for the health and wellness detox um, purposes. Um, by the way, most people like the flavor of the chlorella. Some people don't, don't, but most people do. It tastes like a soy nut. And if you put some sea salt on it, it tastes even better. And if you want to take it up a notch, uh, ha eat it with almonds, and you want to take it up even uh, one more notch, have it with macadamia nuts. It is off the charts incredible. You, you, I swear, if you close your eyes and have to throw them together, it tastes like potato chips. Seriously. Oh. <laughs> but, it is, but, but unlike potato chips, which of course are, you know, got all that ugly omega-6 um, vegetable oils and no redeeming nutritional value, you're getting everything that you need to be healthy. We, um, we work with Ben Greenfield. I'm, I don't know if you know Ben Greenfield. He's a mm -hmm. sure, yeah. big fitness longevity guy. Mm -hmm. And he says he, he eats them like popcorn at, um, uh, every night um, mm -hmm. because he just loves, uh, <laughs> that's his snack. And I think he puts um, the sea salt on, on his as well. And that's what I do. But the spirulina, it's an earthier, chewier flavor. Mm -hmm. That high fat, high protein makes it really chewy and people don't like it because it sticks to their teeth a little bit. So, you know, you can swallow them or grind them up and put them into smoothies. But in any case, for either of them, if you swallow them, you don't taste anything. But, but, um, but we're hoping to do a trail mix next year with the, um, with the chlorella. Oh, that sounds like a yeah, idea. Yeah. Yeah. We tried it out and I, I thought they were great. Um, and they're super easy to swallow if you just wanted to take it that way. Too. Yeah, they're very tiny. We call them bits because they're um, bits of food. There's nothing else in them. Just it's 100% um, al algae, either one of them. And then we just press the water out of them. But yeah, I, I, I wanted them to be cute. Someone said, well, can't you get them you know, bigger? And yes, you can get them bigger, but they look like horse pills. And they certainly wouldn't be cute <laughs> then. And we, we, I don't know, we, instead of calling them bits, we'd have to call them butts or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question about the um, protein content on them. You were talking about how they are a complete amino acid, which is something we don't find in the plant kingdom very often. So that yes. is nice to know, maybe it's because it's a bacteria. But anyway, regardless of that, so what is the actual protein content as far as quantity? So like grams sure. of protein per yeah. ounce? Yes, oh, and I, or... I actually don't have my, um, we, I, I, the other thing I wanted to mention is that um, unlike anybody else that I'm aware of, um, because we sell our products through nutritionists and chiropractors mm -hmm. and doctors and homeopaths, um, we do third-party lab tests um, to ensure them there are no chemicals, metals, and that the nutrient profile is exactly what we say it is. So on those charts, and I'd be happy to send them to you, although we don't make them available to the general public, it shows the nutrients per 100 grams and also per serving. Okay. And I don't have the 100 gram number in my head right now, but per serving, our uh, serving size we recommend is 30 tablets. And there's five grams of protein per serving. Um, okay. Now, that may not sound like a lot, but I do remind people that when you eat animal protein, if you had a 
you know, fist size amount, that's probably about um, 50 grams perhaps of chicken, let's say. But that can take up to two to three days for your body to break down into amino acids. And if you don't have all the factors and cofactors and um, uh, to help with the digestion absorption of those amino acids, very often you only end up with 10% of those actual amino acids being absorbed. So you may have started out with 50 grams of fake but you may only end up with five grams of amino acids. So um, when you take the algae, because it's already in amino acids and because it's so bioavailable, especially in the spirulina, um, that five grams is, I tell people you can almost hear the whoosh as it gets absorbed <laughs> into your body. It's, um, that's again why I call it efficient nutrition because you, you get everything. There's no, no waste at all. So it's yeah, five grams per, per serving. So you had mentioned also um, the vitamin K being in there. What about B vitamins? What kind of B vitamins does uh, are included in the spirulina and the chlorella? All, all of them, uh, particularly in the um, in the spirulina, and that's you know I I, I sometimes I so. F- I'm so familiar with my algae, I forget sometimes what to mention. So that's the other reason why you get energy is from all the B vitamins. If anybody's ever looked at any energy drink, you'll see there's lots of Bs, but those are all chemically and you know created Bs. Your body always wants nutrients from food because uh, it knows how to process it, how to absorb it. So yes, the um, spirulina has all of the Bs um, and Bs are what convert the glucose into energy. So um, uh, that's a really terrific, um, thank you for mentioning that. The other thing I'd like to also mention is that because the algae is, uh, both of them, but particularly spirulina, is very alkaline, um, for athletes, for example, when they're exercising, they throw off lactic acid, which for a brief moment will cause your blood to be more mm-hmm. acidic. And what that does, um, and you probably know, um, but your listeners may not, you know, we all know that our blood temperature needs to be 90.6. Well, your, your blood needs to be, I think it's 7.3 or 7.4 pH. Uh, and if it varies from that uh, in any way, basically you would die. So your body is so intelligent. If it gets, two things happen. Um, if it gets too acidic, it instantly with, will pull minerals from your bones or your organs into the bloodstream to neutralize that, uh, bring that pH back to where it needs to be. And it also gets acidic from acidic foods like coffee and animal protein processed food. But if you do that too much, you're withdrawing all those important minerals out of your bones, which contributes to osteoporosis. And back to the athletes, so they're throwing off this lactic acid that makes their blood acidic. So the hemoglobin normally has a negative charge on it, so they don't clump. They, they can travel through the blood vessel um, nice and round, holding the oxygen so that you can get to all those wonderful little teeny capillaries. But when it's acidic, um, that negative charge gets stripped off, so now they clump together. So two things happen. Now it, they, they can't hold the iron atom, which holds the oxygen, so you fatigue. And also now they're distorted, so they or they're fat, and they can't get into the capillaries to bring all that oxygen uh, to your body and your brain. So, so again, you fatigue. So the algae quickly restores the alkaline, um, brings the pH back up instantly to that alkaline. So now the negative charge is back on the hemoglobin. Everybody's happy. It's like it's like you know finally getting a seat back on the on the subway. You know you're not all. <laughs> jammed together when you're in a full car. Now you've got your own seat and everybody's happy and doing what they need to do. So, so that's a really cool part of why, also why it can, maintains that energy flow um, because it's that alkaline nature. Yeah, that's excellent. You had also, you had also mentioned that um, 
it doesn't contain iodine, right? The way that kelp Correct. does, but does, are there other, what other minerals does it contain? Uh, it has, um, can I bring my little chart with me, uh, magnesium, potassium, has all the electrolytes, calcium, phosphorus, um, uh, a little bit of, so, of uh, so, salt, um, so, sodium. So it's, it has everything. Um, and that's another reason why I encourage people to put sea salt on, on them because if, a lot of people who are ketogenic like the algae, because again, it doesn't decrease their ketones or increase their glucose. But when you're ketogenic, um, two things are happening. Your body is, because you don't have carbs, you're always releasing water because you don't have um, uh, that, those carbs to hold on to it. So you're also depleting yourself of minerals. So it's very important to reintroduce those minerals. And if you add a little sea salt, then you're just sort of topping yourself off, which is, which is really great. Um, so the sea salt adds that element to it but um, there's enough minerals in there uh, naturally and it's not I, I try to encourage people not to take iron supplements which are made from you know inorganic material and you can reach a toxic toxic state with that this is plant-based iron and so uh, and because algae is a what we call again an adaptogen if you don't need it your body would just won't absorb it but you'll never run into um, uh, uh, constipation and in fact chlorella is used as a um, um, uh, stimulator of um, peristalsis. So uh, I, in the morning, I have my tea and my chlorella, a little bit of few, few spirulina, and I wait about five or ten minutes, and then boom, we're we're off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> so this would be way, kind of a safe alternative for pregnant women to take, as opposed to um, an iron supplement, because so many pregnant women take an iron supplement and then experience constipation, which is maybe the worst possible thing to experience oh, during pregnancy. <laughs> I'm right. pregnant, but I've been constipated. Trust me, I, you know, I was before my algae days. Um, absolutely. In fact, I have some documents I can share with you about why this is so good for, for women who are pregnant. It's great for them. The spirulina will give them their energy, uh, help them with their energy, which of course is hard when you're um, pregnant. Uh, it has all those minerals, that important GLA that I mentioned, all, of, all these wonderful nutrients travel to the baby, of course. And then the chlorella, will help with the uh, peristalsis, will help keep them healthy. Um, even when you're breastfeeding, they recommend now um, the chlorella because it kills bacteria. An interesting side note is that in the World War I, um, in, uh, when they really ran out of um, blood for blood transfusions for the injured, they used to use liquid chlorophyll um, because it would um, help them heal as fast as if they'd had a blood transfusion, and they would use it topically on injuries because it kills bacteria. And wow. I tell people, if you're curious, go online or I can send you this, uh, some documents about this. The chemical composition of your hemoglobin is identical to chlorophyll. Identical, except for one atom. In chlorophyll, the center atom is magnesium, and in your blood, it's iron. And I tell people, if it wasn't for that iron atom, our blood would probably be green. <laughs> but that's got to be a tip-off of how important chlorophyll is. If it, it will help you heal from, uh, because it builds your blood, it builds your immune system, and it kills bacteria. So it does the same thing for, for mothers uh, when they're pregnant, when they're breastfeeding. Um, it is truly, um, and I mentioned again, uh, when I looked at the nutrient profile of spirulina, it was identical to, to mother's breast milk, So, which is considered the mother nature's perfect food. Well, algae is really also mother nature's number two perfect food. So. Yeah. If you get it from the right place, you have got to right. be careful about where you purchase it from. Because
because um, there's yes. lots of very cheap uh, algae you can get at Target or, you know, I won't mention any brand names, but um, I, they have sometimes, they don't, um, they use heat to uh, heat to dry it we don't use heat which kills the enzymes they often include other other things or binders um, which could be um, not good for your health and certainly won't give you the potency that you would if with companies like ours that don't put anything else in it and um, just on that note on safety i just want to tell you one little side note um, regarding and this is only for chlorella remember chlorella has the hard cellulose wall that has to be cracked at production so when i started the company because i'm I only wasn't even planning on building a company. I just wanted to help my sister and then I wanted to help more people. And so I just kept going. Um, but I learned that because the chlorella has this hard cellulose wall, it has to be cracked. And there's a company called Sun Chlorella that was, is the granddaddy of chlorella. They started in Japan, you know, back in the fifties. And I'm very grateful for them to for learning how to grow chlorella. And they patented the technique for cracking it because if you don't crack the chlorella and the FDA in America regulates it, all chlorella sold in America must be what's called crack cell wall. Mm -hmm. So this company, Sun Chlorella, they patented the technique on how to crack it. And what they do is they tumble it with glass beads. But what happens is the glass heats up and lead from the glass leaks into the chlorella. Now they denied that that was happening, but about 10 years ago, right when I was starting the company, the state of California tested their chlorella and did find that it contained very high levels of lead. So they said they could either stop selling or put a warning on their packaging, which is what they did. The problem is virtually everybody else in the world that sells chlorella uses their technique to crack it. So virtually all chlorella has some uh, high levels of lead in it. And when I found that out, when I was starting the company, I thought, well, that's not gonna work for me. Um, so we found a, a brand new, more modern, more expensive technique and, and to crack the chlorella, which is to pass it through a sound chamber. And it's the vibrations that crack the chlorella. So no wow. heat, no lead. Um, somebody said, well, you've got good vibrations in your chlorella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's super season. interesting. <laughs> It is interesting. So wow. it's like anything, you know, um, the, you've got to dig into the, into the weeds. You've got to get into the weeds to find out what makes something, you know, because ours isn't, isn't cheap, uh, what makes it better, what makes it pure. Right. Um, and, and so for me, the safety and purity was number one. Absolutely. That's so important. Um, could you talk a little bit about its anti-aging effects? I know that I've read uh, a few things about it having the highest RNA and highest DNA by weight of any other food on the planet. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, until chlorella in particular, sardines were known to have the highest concentration of RNA and DNA. And they're still a terrific food to eat, but you always have to be careful when you're getting things that are sourced from the ocean. So um, uh, as you age, as I mentioned, um, your, your RNA and, and your DNA um, can be damaged from, you know, let's face it, we have so many toxins in our world. I think there's something like 75,000 chemicals that have been released since World War II. And whether you're, you can be very careful about what you eat and, but you know, the fact is the air that we breathe, um, uh, stress causes antioxidants to be released. So your body, anything causes uh, antioxidants to be just, just sitting there. So, uh, and that can, um, between that and having an acidic environment, what happens is your, um, the mitochondria become um, 
less healthy and their cells aren't communicating with one another. Normally, uh, if you're healthy and your RNA and DNA and everything's working properly, your cells are communicating. And if one gets damaged, they, it knows to kill itself. It's sort of like a Bond movie, you know, it's destruct. Um, it's called aptosis. But if the cell isn't communicating properly because it's been damaged either through RNA and DNA or some other reason, it becomes a rogue cell and it uh, does not communicate. Uh, it's like not playing well in the sandbox. It doesn't communicate with the rest of the cells. And so it starts to mutate into potentially a cancerous cell. And then that, um, and if the environment doesn't change, if you don't bring your pH back to normal and get um, all the things that your immune system would need to stop the growth of that cancerous cell, it starts populating and growing and growing and taking over. We all have cancer cells in our bodies at all times. However, our immune system, if it's strong enough, can stop the growth of those cancer cells and the cancer cells that cause can lead to the damaged RNA and DNA. Year for, up until now, everyone thought that, that cancer was a started with the damaged RNA and DNA, but it's actually the reverse. It seems to be a, an attribute of, of the cancer growing. Yeah. So when you have something like, you know, exogenous RNA and DNA that comes from a food source, so your body knows what to do with it, you're helping prevent, or you're helping to stop that, that, that process. Now, um, um, uh, and other anti-aging aspects are that um, we mentioned um, the vitamin K2. And, and, you know, all of us, particularly women, we like to look our best. Well, I learned recently that when you're born, you, you um, have a certain amount of elastin in your skin. You, your body does not create any more elastin. It will create collagen, but no more elastin. And elastin is what keeps your skin taut, okay? It's got that, they call it, you know, the spring back effect. So... K2 uh, or calcium damages the elastin. So if you aren't making sure that you have proper amounts of K2 in your in your diet or in your body, your elastin is going to be damaged, and that's what causes the wrinkles because it starts collapsing. Um, and the because the chlorella in particular has a very high amount of K2, um, that will um, prevent that and, and and it won't ever give you back what you've lost but it will stop the process and I don't want to tell you how old I am but I my skin is I, I believe healthy and looks as good as it does because I, I eat so much chlorella every day and have for about you know, almost 10 years so that has an anti-aging uh, property um, of course there's all other aspects of what what is what is aging you know is it's uh, decreased uh, mental uh, abilities. Um, and so between the spirulina, which has the high essential fatty acids that help with the brain health, um, or the chlorella that pulls out toxins, a lot of um, diseases are because of toxins gathering, um, whether it's um, in thyroid conditions are a classic problem with aluminum. So the chlorella will be pulling that those toxins out. It will take an hour and a half to pull toxins out of your blood, about 10 days to pull them out of your cells, and anywhere from six to 12 months to pull them out of your organs. Um, wow. But, you know, those are, those are you really, you know, you've got to get those toxins out. And some people have a, um, they have what's called a detox effect where they might be breaking out or they might have a little stomach distress, and, but it will be over. And it's not from the chlorella. 
It's what it's doing is it's pulling the toxins out so they're circulating in their bloodstream on the way out of your body. So it's while they're, the toxins are circulating again that's causing that discomfort, but it's not from the chlorella itself. And I just tell people well, it's better to have them be, go through a little discomfort than to have them, um, you know, sitting there doing silent damage. So I mean, we, I, we could walk through every sort of nutrient. You know, magnesium is responsible for triggering I think 300 different enzymatic processes in your body and so you need lots of magnesium most people are short of magnesium magnesium is also a um, helps relax um, muscle soft muscles um, like your blood vessels and your heart we've had people after um, very high magnesium in the spirulina and chlorella uh, after taking the spirulina for a couple days they had the first blo a normal blood pressure reading of their life and that was because the magnesium um, helps relax the blood vessels Spirulina is also, um, because it's a nitric oxide-based algae, it's what's called a vasodilator, so it opens up the blood vessels. Um, the uh, high essential fatty acids reduce the inflammation. A lot of heart disease and um, high blood pressure is because you've got um, white blood cells have, um, you've had damage, inflammation in your blood cells, so um, blood vessels, so the white blood cells go in there, and that builds up some, you know, um, some buildup, and um, eventually the, the blood vessels shrink and so your blood pressure goes up. So the spirulina helps remove that because it reduces inflammation while it's vasodilating and it's got the magnesium. So um, it's, 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 such a, it's almost like an orchestra. It, it, every little nutrient and mineral knows what to do. It sort of goes in there and plays its, its role and, and beautiful music comes out of it called health. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is something that we forget, right? That's really important. Yeah. When your when your body has the resources to do what it needs to do on its own, then it'll it'll do that stuff on its own. Exactly. As exactly. long as you exactly. provide those nutrients that it needs, and like you were mentioning, that people are super common to be deficient in magnesium and zinc and all of those things. Um, I have a question, real quick, if we can circle back to when we were talking yeah. about chelation and yes. detox effects. Um, so because of the particular clientele that um, Shauna and I work with, a lot of times we are working with like pediatric clients that have um, high levels of heavy metals. So oh, in gosh. the case of someone that we, that we know has high levels of heavy metals in their system, it's really important when we do chelation therapy that um, we take it slow and they don't right. get too much in their system at one time. So the serving sizes that are given in the in the packets of energy bits that would that be appropriate for a slow chelation based on the amount of chlorella that's in there well you, you mentioned pediatric so um for children we generally just to, you know on, on average we say give them the same number per day as their age so if they're three okay. give them three if they're four because you also have to keep it simple right mm -hmm. um and like anything like it's first of all it's not a drug so there's no defined, you know, dosage. Um, and whenever you're trying anything new, um, everybody's different. So we just recommend start with the smallest amount that you want. And if you're not getting the effects that you're looking for, 
increase it. We had a, um, we've had lots of people tell us they've taken more or they've taken less. We had a woman who was anemic and she tried everything and we actually sent her some complimentary samples and she lived out in the country and she got, she went out, she had a long driveway and she had to walk out to her mailbox and she saw the package and she said she ripped it open and she put two <laughs> in her mouth at the mailbox in the snow. And she said, by the time she got to her doorway, which maybe was five, seven minute walk. She already had energy. She had so much energy, she rearranged the living room. She painted her kitchen. Oh, wow. you know, like she said, she was off the charts, energized from two tablets. Um, we awesome. had another woman who was a um, sports newscaster in Miami. Same thing, she was anemic. Um, and she'd been to all sorts of doctors. She had two again and she, Text us and emailed us like, OMG, caps, caps, caps. I had the best workout yeah. of my life. So uh, on the other hand, we fuel five NHL teams and the NHL players, they have 75 to 100 spirulina ground up in their smoothie before the game. So they have energy on the game. And then midway, they have another smoothie with um, the chlorella, because remember the chlorella takes about an hour and a half to kick in. So they want the lactic acid to be pulled out of their muscles while they're still doing those fast spurts on the ice. But um, they have a lot more than a single serving. So it's really kind of what works for you. Um, I I don't even want to tell you how much chlorella I have because it would, you know, it would worry people that they'd have to have that much. But I, it's a main food for me. Uh, interestingly, my grocery bill has plummeted. <laughs> I have it for breakfast. I have it for snacks. I put it on my salad. I have it with almonds. Um, it's my go-to. And I have it, you know, you know, you know we have to set up security uh, questions on different websites. And one question is often, what's your favorite food? Well, algae. Uh, so, um, but for the average, when we first started, our customers were athletes. And so that's how I got to the 30 tablets. I tried them on 10 tablets. They weren't feeling the energy. Then I got them to 15, 20, 25. When I finally got to 30, consistently they felt a boost of energy. So that's how I came up with the 30. But I've since realized, you know, the average person is not a high endurance athlete and they are so nutrient deprived that quite honestly, four or five will probably make a difference in their life. And, and if they want to even start with two, um, we're just here to provide a clean, nutrient-dense food. And we're, we're, we are changing all of our packaging. So it does say, you know, if you want, just take four or five because everything used to say take 30. And it was, it was a bit too much for people if they had to swallow them. But, but they go down really fast. But absolutely, um, take whatever will be make them feel comfortable um on the other hand if you have a um a patient that does have a health condition and you get them on the chlorella in particular um do not be afraid to and if they like especially if they like to eat it because now they're having a snack they could get up to 100 or 200 a day and it's just food um so just so you yeah. know yeah great point well Go ahead, Jade. Were you going to say something? <laughs> um, well, I just wanted to see if we could talk a little bit about sort of um, how and where algae has been traditionally used and why this yes. is kind of such a new-ish thing in the United right. States. And then if we could also get in a little bit to um, manufacturing processes, because I'm assuming you guys aren't just going out and harvesting from a lake. <laughs> oh, yeah, in our backyard, right. <laughs> Terrific. Excellent questions. So um, 
there's a number of reasons why it hasn't taken off in, in America. First of all, it's a, as I mentioned earlier, it's a multi-billion dollar industry in Asia. Um, and that's because it's been grown there for 50 years. And so everybody knows about it. It's just like, you know, when you see something, a truck driving by, it just, it's just awareness. Uh, and the reason why it's in Asia, it's kind of an interesting story. Um, after World War II, with the, um, the Hiroshima bomb, the Americans uh, had something called the Marshall Plan uh, to help Japan get back on their feet. And so they sent them a lot of d different foods, including chlorella, because in World War I, Germany, after World War I, was devastated, had no food. But remember, I, I mentioned that the Germans had discovered that it had the highest edible protein. So they, the German government fed chlorella to the people in Germany after World War I to prevent starvation. And after the, they got back on their feet, everybody forgot about it. But then during World War II, I guess the American government knew about that. So they included chlorella. I don't know where they got it from, but they included it when they sent it over to Japan. And they sent it because of the high protein. But what happened was people who took the chlorella healed from the radiation poisoning. Duh. Like, so the Americans and the Japanese said, like, what was that stuff? Like, what did you feed those people? <laughs> so back, and I have all the documents. And back in 1948, the, um, the Rockefeller Institute and the Carnegie Institute spent four years researching algae and decided then that was the answer to America's nutrition crisis because everybody was coming back from the war and they needed food. So the uh, Carnegie Institute built the first production plant to grow algae for mass consumption. Guess what? Here in Boston, of all places. Uh, but they, typical in America, we, they gave it only a year to get up to speed. And it was a very difficult crop. No one ever grown it for mass consumption. So after a year, they shut it down. So the Japanese basically said, well, heck, that stuff saved our people. If you guys aren't going to figure out how to grow it, we will. So all the research was shipped over to Japan. And I mentioned the sun chlorella. Uh, they basically spent 10 years trying to figure out how to grow, it was in this case, chlorella for mass consumption. And they finally figured it out. And that is why all of the algae industry is based in Asia. It started in Japan. So after Japan, then it expanded to Taiwan and India and China. And the, in, in Asia, they put it, they take it in powder form. They take it in tablet form, like what we have. They put it in their tea. They put it in their protein. They put it in their snacks. We're used to Doritos and all these other <laughs> snack foods that have, you know, a, a chia seed or flax seed in them. Well, Give America another five years, maybe 10 at the longest, but certainly five, and you'll start to see algae also added to all these things because it's already been done in Asia like this. And they have the lowest rate of cancer in Asia or in Japan. I think, I think it's a lot because of the algae. So the reason why it hasn't ever taken off here in America is, well, the market's in Asia, so the, anybody who just wanted to sell it here, they would basically import it and, and use the same Asian packaging, which is pretty unattractive. And um, they, yes, they change it to English, but no, no customization to make it welcoming. So that's not, it looks like it could have worm guts in it and should be in some scary medicine, you know, Chinese medicine, you know, pharmacy. So really bad packaging. <laughs> Number two, um, the quality was really poor. A lot of it came from China. As I mentioned, they use flash heat and they add things to it. They don't follow best practices. So 
um, that hasn't helped um, spawn, you know, the the use of it. We were talking to some people with the Mercury Poisoning Association who want to work with us because they found out our allergy is the only one that doesn't have lead in it because they all know chlorella pulls out mercury, but everybody else, as I mentioned, has lead in the clothes. So quality control has been an issue. Mm -hmm. And the third one is that algae is actually the most studied food in the world. And there's so much science about it that it's overwhelming. And nobody until me, I have to say, has taken the time to dig through thousands of these, these scientific studies, pull out the few nuggets of knowledge, you know, put them together and, and basically teach people. I'm on podcasts, I speak at conferences, I will do anything to help people understand why this works, because it's not smoke and mirrors, it's just a magnificently uh, properly proportioned food that meets the biochemical um, uh, health needs of our body. They're just a perfect union. And so I just wanna get sure I get the best product out there that will help people. And by the way, the biotech companies weren't going to do it because they won't investigate anything that doesn't have a patent attached to it. So it's just right. like you can't patent broccoli, you can't patent algae. The food companies do not develop new markets. They let little passionate companies like ours who are doing this because they know they believe in something um, and they go through all the hard work and all the research until they've proven there's an opportunity. And trust me, in five years, every food company in America will have an algae product. It's guaranteed. Just like seven years ago, chia seed was brand spanking new and now it's in everything, right? Before <laughs> that, stevia wasn't known. Now it's in everything. Thing. Um, sure. It's just that here's a nutrient that has existed uh, for years in another country, is on solid scientific foundation, but has never been explained properly. Um, so that's why it's still very stagnant. However, things are about to change, and I'll tell you why. It's not just me that's educating people. Two months ago, so January, I think it's 6th, perfectly on the date is, of 2019. Um, the 2019 Farm Bill included something called the Algae Agricultural Act. They have realized that algae is the most nutrient-dense food in the world, endorsed by um, organizations worldwide, the most sustainable crop in the world, and none of it's grown here. So they introduced the Algae Agricultural Act so to encourage farmers to grow it here with, with uh, grants, et cetera. And I've just realized, that I've just sent an email out to people, this is what happened with CBD oil. It had been around undercurrent for years, but it wasn't until the 2018 Farm Act, which legalized CBD oil, that did it boom. So I think now that the 2019 uh, Farm Act included special legislation for algae, I think we're gonna start to see awareness and use and understanding of algae just finally start happening, which is very exciting to me. Yeah, that's super exciting. Well, this has been super great information. Thank you so much for sharing and yeah. such a great product. Um, if you can go ahead and share with our listeners how they can find this product yeah. and more information about just all of the algae altogether. That'd be terrific. Um, well, we sell it on our website, which is energybits.com. That's B-I-T-S, energybits.com. And I want to give your listeners a 20% discount on anything they purchase on our website. There's a little box when you check out, a coupon box. And if they type in 
uh, wellness speaks all one word into the box it works on anything anytime all the time so um, now we only sell the large bags of a thousand tablets so if you're not ready to dive in on that and you want to get some smaller quantities um, we also sell on Amazon both the bags um, and single servings um, the single servings are four dollars each <clears throat> so you can buy single servings on Amazon <clears throat> or you can go to our website and click the button at the top that says find a retailer because we also sell we have hundreds of um, uh, doctors nutritionists chiropractors naturopaths spas who sell the single servings in their office so if there's one nearby you um, they could sell you single servings or a box of single servings so the single servings are mostly on Amazon and then the bags are on our website and we really want people to feel comfortable with the product so that may be the best way to do it start with a couple of single servings and then come back to the website and use your um, wellness speaks a discount code for your bags 